Hello, and it is November 11th, 2020. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. And we've got an awesome show for you today. And stick around. We're going to take a short one-minute commercial break, and I'll be right back. Thanks. And a hearty hello and welcome back. Thanks uh, for sticking with me for that short little break. And we are going to talk about today, uh, we, we, I touched a little bit yesterday on self-doubt. And I want to talk today about a limiting belief in the sense that um, if there's something that's kind of tugging at your heartstrings, you know, something that you'd like to try to do, you know, but you're like, oh, I, I just can't do that. I just can't, uh, uh, I just don't have the education for it. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the wherewithal to, to do something that spectacular. So my question to you is, who says that you don't other than you telling yourself that? Okay. Yes, there are always going to be naysayers. And naysayers, as all of you know, I cannot stand naysayers. Okay. Um, They can just keep their opinions to themselves. Because here's the thing. I was in the automotive industry for a long time. People come in and say, well, you know, this has a a really crappy review on this consumer side. And I'm going, okay. All right. So that's one person out of how many millions of people are on this planet, how many hundreds of thousands of these cars have they sold? And you got one person that's saying, well, I didn't particularly like to drive. It didn't handle very well or, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's one dude, you know? And and here's the thing. You may get a negative review on your business. Does that mean as you get a negative review on your business, you go, well, crap, I, you know, I can't, uh, uh, I can't have my business because I have a negative review. I must suck. So I, therefore, I, I can't do that. No, there's going to be negative reviews. In fact, when you're looking at reviews, and this is a good point, when you're looking at reviews, you always, you know, if you see too many perfect five-star reviews, then you got to ask yourself, eh, is this somebody fudging a little bit? Is have I got my friends and family going in and writing reviews? Uh, you know, because when you see somebody that, you know, just totally you know, obliterates somebody, service sucks, I was treated terribly, blah, 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 then, you know, it's it's kind of a real situation. So you uh, you go back and you say, you know, not everybody's going to have a perfect day. It's just like when you get like really tough uh, uh, I, I've come to learn instead of complaining, this, it, 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 I, I'm sorry to kind of digress into something else real quick is it's on the same level here, but instead of bashing a waiter or waitress for giving you crappy service, I, I've gotten now where, you know, you want to leave a little note. I hope your day gets better and leave them a decent tip. Because you never know, and you guys have seen this on social media posts and all kinds of, you never know what luggage someone is carrying that day. What terrible news they might have gotten. How they may be 
about to lose their relationship, their, sp their spouse, they're about to lose their home, their car, their credit cards. Maybe they found out they've lost their job or may lose their job. You know, especially in the service industry in this day and age, I see all these people, you know, my favorite coffee shop is closing down. My favorite restaurant just shut its doors, My, you know, because of the COVID pandemic. And don't even get me started on that. But you don't know what someone's going through. Therefore, why would we stand in judgment of somebody having a bad day? Are you not allowed? If you were having a crappy day and you snapped at me, you know, and we were in a relationship, for example, whether we're friends or in an intimate relationship and you snap at me, am I going to say, okay, that's it. You're done. Go away. Or am I going to go, whoa, hey, what's up? Why are you getting snappy? Why are you getting, you know, why are you pissed? Did I do something wrong? Did I do something to set you off? Chances are, usually when people are pissy or are having a bad day, it's usually something that's going on with them. Yes, you may have done something to uh, piss somebody off, you know, throwing your socks next to the dirty hamper throwing your underwear next to the dirty hamper instead of in the dirty hamper. Or perhaps the dirty hamper is overflowing and you've been home a couple of hours and you didn't do the damn laundry. And someone comes home fussy because they're late getting home and sees the laundry hamper and that's all only thing that needs to set them off. So what does this have to do with having a limiting belief about doing something. Well, first off, we have to get, we have to develop patience for our entire life because what we're going to have to learn how to do, okay, is we're going to have to learn how to chill, how to stop all the, the stuff that brings us down. And that's my point. You can allow outside influences to bring you down. You can, you can sit here and talk yourself out of anything. But you have to remember that life's going to always throw you a curveball every now and again. And it's going to come whizzing right next to your uh, private area. And you go, whoo, hey, whoa, man. You're going to look at the picture and go, hey, asshole. You know, <laughs> that's my junk. <laughs> Don't be sitting here, th you know, come on, dude, what's up? You know, and you're going to get pissy. When you when you have to sit here and think about, like if somebody gets hit with a pitch, wham, bam, do you think the pitcher actually sat there and goes, you know what, I'm going to drill this son of a bitch. Get thrown out of the game, do all this kind of stuff, you know, empty the dugouts, you know? No. Nobody sets out to do something that's going to, have an adverse reaction to your action. Again, I go, I, I'm kind of floating off here to say, you know, outside influences, things that happen to us, okay, life events, all of these things can play into. Can I really do something to change my life? Can I really do it if I want to? So my answer is yes, you can. 
because life has thrown for me plenty of shit, whether it was self-induced, biggest majority of the time, okay, or it was something I didn't see coming. And we can sit there and let that keep us, like for me, I, you know, I've written a whole lot of books now, and I, I've got a couple more coming out, and I'm working on others. And I work on articles, and I'm doing some really short little blurbs on Medium that are just like little things you can do right now to make an, an impact on your life. Because I want people to know that these are things that I'm doing that actually work. And that's the whole premise of what I write about, what I do. If there was a core value of what I do, it's to share with you the things that I do that actually work. That are actually making a difference in my life. And actually move me a step ahead. So, yes, I believe in my heart I can do things that are way outside my comfort zone. Uh, hello, podcast. Hello, YouTube videos. You know, I'm not a chud, but I ain't Brad Pitt either. So, you know, I'm not like, you know, sometimes you, you kind of look on there and now I see where movie stars go, oh my God, and start freaking out about their, you know, how they look and how, you know, oh my God, I need to lose this much weight or, oh my God, I can't believe I look like I'm, you know, have gained so much weight, Ugh, you know? And so, yeah, I can see where that would, could in, inevitably drive you insane, you know? But people that, that judge, you know, I, I'm the first to say, you know, it's sad that you missed the message. The message is a thousand times more important than the person delivering it. If there was something that you missed, because you're going to sit there and go, oh, that dude's wearing a t-shirt. A lot of times I'm wearing a t-shirt in videos and other things because what I'm trying to relay to it, to anyone is you don't have to have some studio quality crap going out. You can actually do this. You don't have to have a, a, a really fancy wardrobe. You don't have to do these things. There are times, yes. When dress is appropriate, but there are other times, you know, if you're you're doing a, a podcast, or how many times have people gotten up in in videos where they had on like their dress shirt and tie and a suit coat, and they were still in their boxer shorts and forgot, got up in front of a Zoom call or something, and they're walking around in their boxer shorts. You know, with their uh, because you can only see or how many people wear shorts that do uh, news people where you can't see their legs or, or down under their waist, and they've got on shorts, and but they have on a suit coat and a tie. And my point to all this is is first off, don't overthink things. Don't make too much of something that's just simply not there. You know, I was in a relationship where, you know, I was critiqued a little bit, not a little bit, but a lot sometimes. And I'm sitting there going, are we making too much out of, you know, 
I wore the wrong shoes, the wrong socks. I wore the wrong socks and shoes. I, you know, it's like, what the F? You know? Because we're worried about what other people think. And yes, I'm worried about what you think about the show. Absolutely. So therefore, I, I'm endeavoring to make sure that my show goes well. But for some people, they're going to, you know, there may be people who've already cut the show off and there may be people that are going, okay, dude, dig in a little bit more. Kind of digging this one. There's going to be shows that I do that people say, man, that sucked. But I did, I did enjoy this other one. It's just like a book. Some people are going to say it sucks. Some people are going to say it's wonderful. Some people are going to tell you it's a life-changing thing. So who's telling you you can't? Because I'm telling you now, based on all the stuff that I'm telling you about, and we've gone kind of way off the, the flight deck a little bit on some of the analogies I'm sharing with you, but the whole enchilada point is, are you making too much of dumb stuff, in essence, and are you convinced that you really can't do something when all it takes now here's where we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of today's show okay so if you don't have the knowledge necessary but you have let's say you want to write a screenplay but you've never written a screenplay but you got a really badass story in your head okay so what are you going to do I don't know how to write a screenplay. I can look at some stuff, you know. Okay, so it's time to dig in and do a little research. You know, there's some there's some really good resources out there. Celtics is a great resource to write a screenplay. First Draft is a great resource if you're an Apple person. You know, I think it does come in a PC version, but I think but I think if it inevitable or if, but first and foremost it was an Apple thing first doesn't really matter still a hell of a resource celtics is a wonderful resource and then you have to go in and you have to read some books read some screenplays read some you know and see what's out there how, how do you you know because I, I had this most fantastic thing about about storytelling and it was and it was around a screenplay and this guy's written some, has done some neat TV work, okay? And the reason that I, I, it caught my eye is because it, it's a show that actually my mother watches on, on uh, and it's a series on a, on a uh, uh, and it's kind of a little Western sheriff series. And my mother just would watch it until she fell asleep with her iPad in her lap. It was hysterical. And... So I read this guy's thing and it was something he shared on social media and I, and I printed it out. And I was like, dude, this is life changing. And I just happened on it. And that's what happens when you're open to receive, when you are actually thinking, I could do so. You know, and I'm not looking to write a screenplay, you know, although that has tipped my fancy a couple of times. But I have looked at how to develop a story and how to develop a character around even 
just you know how how you see and you just know an actor's doing something you know where their head is without them saying a word and so the, these are all things that you and I was like oh my god and and so you you can write a whole and and I and I got to thinking look at the the movie Castaway the majority of the show is is Tom Hanks' character not even talking? But you know exactly what he's going through. You know exactly what he's feeling. Again, what does this have to do with a limiting belief that you can't do something? My point is, is that you have to learn. This is getting into the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about. You have to, to develop the knowledge so you can do it. You actually have to teach yourself. Go to a class. There are probably screenwriting classes in a whole bunch of major cities. And here's the thing. Let's say you live, like I live five hours from Dallas, Texas. Okay, The chances of Dallas having a screenwriting class versus West Texas having a screenwriting class are pretty obvious that Dallas is probably going to, if anybody's going to have it, Dallas is probably going to have it, or even San Antonio. So if I really wanted to do something bad enough, would I be willing to maybe take a, a, a trip to Dallas to go to a class like this? If I could attend like a weekend seminar or uh, spend a couple days going through a class like that, is there is there a shot that that's worth it? Making an investment in my success. So because here's the real kicker with all of this and the things that we're working on, especially right now in the show, is knowledge. Honestly, is the key to everything. <laughs> if you if there was a secret sauce. Knowledge is it. And you can be taught. I didn't, well, I failed school. I suck at school. Okay, keep telling yourself that, and that's exactly what you're going to do. Open yourself up to the possibility that you can learn something. I bet, and I'm going to pose this to the gentleman, that if I told you that the woman of your dreams, the woman that's going to be the absolute end-all to beat-all, you are going to have years of webful bliss. The happiest times of your life are right in front of you. And all you have to do is, is you have to do your times tables through 12. You have to go two times two. It's four. Four times four. See what I'm saying? Remember how you had to do that in school? Would you do it? If you knew with beyond any doubt that all you had to do was these times tables, would you learn it? Well, absolutely you would. Anybody would. You know? If there's a rainbow at the end of 
your journey, a, the pot of gold, and the pot of gold can be anything. I'm not talking, it doesn't have, pot of gold is not a financial pot of gold. If you think money cures all your problems, ask Robin Williams. Did money cure his problems? Nope. Kurt Cobain, did money cure his problems? Nope. A lot of sad suicides because that of people that 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 had seemingly everything. So here's the skinny. It's not about the damn money. What it is about is creating a life where you can go, dude, this is, a, this, what a ride. This is fun. You don't have to have a million dollars in the bank for that. When I do this show, this is one of the funnest things I do. And if I showed you what the podcast actually pays me versus the enjoyment I get, I don't really care about the money. <laughs> it, you know, yes, can you make money podcasting? Sure you can. You can do commercials and you can have uh, sponsors and things like that when you get your audience to a certain level. Absolutely. But in the meantime, if you don't love it, what's the point? Because I go back and I digress again to, do you want to do something that you want to do or do you want to do something that you have to do? The last half of my life is going to be spent doing things I want to do, not the things I have to do. Because doing the things that I want to do bring me much more joy than doing the thing that I have to do. So this makes more fun to me. This is not something that, you know, and this is something I had to learn how to do. You know, it's not hard. It wasn't hard to teach myself how to, how to you know, to make an account on the, the podcasting platform. Okay, and, and those of you that listen to the thing know, know that I, I, I podcast through Anchor, okay, which is owned by Spotify now. And so it's not hard to set up. It's not overly hard to do. Right now, I'm sitting here with my uh, phone, and I've got a, uh, my AirPod on, and I'm, and I'm using it as my microphone. Yes, I do have other cool mics and things like that that I've been able to buy, but right now I'm just not do I'm just not in my office. I wanted some privacy, so I went outside my office to do the show because I don't want people coming and knocking on my door, and I don't want people, you know, hey man, can you do this for me? Can you do that? You know, I needed some privacy, and I felt like doing a show. So, are you going to limit yourself? See, I I went outside the box. I went outside my comfort level, I went out and I found a place to do this because I wanted to, not because I had to, but because I wanted to. Big difference. And I always smile, always have fun when I'm doing this. And it means a lot to me. And it means a lot to me when I get a positive response from listeners. And I, I thank any of you 
who have done that, who listen to me regularly. God bless you. Thank you. So you, you can do it if you want to, and you can do it even if you've had these negative thoughts in your mind forever. Oh, I ain't that smart. I ain't, you know, I'm no, I'm no computer. You know, I hear guys tell me all the time, you know, I'm old school. That pisses me off worse than anything. I'm old school. I ain't going to learn no damn computer. Why? Why not? Because they're afraid of it. Why? Because they don't have the knowledge to operate it. So how do you get the knowledge? Okay, so you get you get a computer and you start messing around on it. Until you get to a point where you can start asking for help. This is, uh, older folks, this is what your grandchildren are for. Okay? How, how does, how does, grand, how does Papa uh, do this? <laughs> you know, this is, you know, if your kids are, are, are smartphone whizzes and stuff like that, I see people, guys with, you know, oh, I just want a phone like this. And are unwilling to learn a new phone. And I am a phone geek, so the newest, latest, and greatest phone, I want it. Because I want to see what new thing is out there. I don't master everything on the phone. I just master the stuff that I, that I want to master. But I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of updates, upgrades. And I know people that are, and that's okay. But what I'm saying is, is don't limit yourself to that. Don't say, oh, I'm old school. We're just going to do it this way. You know? Don't learn the technology. Use technology. Use things around you. Gain knowledge. That is, again, I go back to the most, <laughs> the, if there is a secret sauce to any key to your success, one of the ingredients that goes into your secret sauce, because I have several ingredients into the secret sauce, but one of the ingredients is knowledge. If you have the knowledge to, to do something well, I mean really well, you've educated yourself, you've studied, you've tried it, you've used it, and you continue to learn and you make yourself open and available to that, then I'm telling you, it, it, you won't quit because you won't get frustrated. People quit because they get frustrated. I can't do this. It's too hard. I don't know how the hell anybody does this. It's just too damn hard. No, no one's shown you the right way. You need to ask questions. I can tell you right now, you can, you can, one is go, go on a video and, and search, uh, um, uh, YouTube videos. Hell, there's, there's anything from how to change a flat tire to, you know, how to code a game and all points in between. If that doesn't strike your fancy, get on the internet, do a Google search. Look for stuff. Go to the library. Ask the librarian, hey, I want to learn how to do this. Can you show me books that, that can show me how to do this? Teach me how to do this? That's another place that is a wealth of information, a wealth of help that is absolutely free. There are classes that you can take in a library that nine times out of ten are free. If you have, you know, people, if you're wanting to be a, a writer, that you know, grammar class, 
an English 101 class, a math class, a reading class, something to brush you up, bone you up, and you may learn something new. If you want to start a business, it, okay, just talk to the SBA. They have mentors, successful mentors that are usually retired attorneys or retired CPAs that will actually help you structure your business and help you free of charge. There may even be grants or loans or things that you may qualify for. And it is, well, it takes all this. Kind of, how do you know it takes all that? How do you know it takes anything to do any of it? Did you ask? Or is this some bullshit that you heard that people tell you? Oh, you can't get no damn SBA loan. They don't give that shit out to nobody. You got to have this. You got to have that. Have you gone in and asked? Just to make damn sure? You're trusting somebody that probably didn't get an SBA loan or even go to an SBA? That's just bullshit they pulled out of their fanny? Go straight to the horse's mouth, as I say. Don't take anybody. I don't give a damn who it is. Because you don't know what's available until you go and ask the, the, the horse. Go ask straight to the horse's mouth. Ask them. Hey, what can I do? This is my situation. Is there anything that can be offered to help me? And they will tell you. Absolutely. If you live in certain areas in your state, you may get, have access to money that's from your state. That's free. You don't know until you go ask. So go ask. If you don't know how to write a screenplay, ask. There's videos that you can watch. There's books you can read. There's scripts you can read. Yeah, just put in put in put in any movie that you can think of and end it with script, and I'll bet you that you can get a draft of that script right on your computer. And you can see how the how someone tells a story. And you can learn from it. Read it. Yes, you're going to have to work at this. Yes, it's going to take some time, okay? It's not all going to come today. But don't limit yourself based on facts that you don't know to be 110% true. And I can tell you this. If you're telling yourself, I can't do it, well, guess what? You're right. But did you even try? Did you even get past that point, that limiting belief in your head? And yes, it may be a struggle and it may be hard. You may be going, oh my God, it, once I get through this shit, I ain't never doing it again. But guess what? Once you got through it, you ain't never going to have to do it again. Because you know why? Now you have mastered it. You have got it. It's in your head. You know how to ride the bike. You don't fall on your ass every time. You don't have to put the training wheels back on. You don't skin your knees. You don't skin your elbows. You don't break an arm. 
You don't bust your noggin. You actually ride your bike down and around. The only time you fall is when you're doing something stupid and it doesn't really matter. You go, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. Some of the coolest times when I was skiing competitively is when, is when you would just fall and bust your ass and go, holy crap. I think I know, and and then you then you go, oh shit! Now I know what I, now I know not what I know. Now I know what not to do. Sorry, I got a little tongue twisted. And you go and you go back up the hill and you come back down and then you kill it. And then people are going, holy shit! Wow. Then you kill it. Guys have heard me say this over and over again because it's it's true. You don't walk onto a tee box with a brand new set of golf clubs having never swung one and drive the ball 300 yards down the fairway. You don't walk onto a tennis court and play like Martina Navratilova or Chris Everett, Serena Williams. You don't walk on the court and, and play like that. You don't walk onto a stage and sing like Bono, sing like Pavarotti without having first learned that craft. You don't walk on a stage and do Hamlet like Sir John Gilgood. the first time out. Now, you could inevitably maybe even give a performance beyond that. But did you try? Did you learn the craft? Did you learn the the lines? Did you learn how to do it? Or did you say, oh, that's just too hard. I ain't doing it. You sell out. You sell yourself that same sack of shit you've been selling yourself your entire life. Instead of saying, wait, I got this. I'm going to learn it come hell or high water. How many of you have or know someone or have done it? Have gone to night school and and got your college degree? Working a full-time job with children? People do it every day. Single moms do it all the time. Single dads do it all the time. How bad do you want it? When you want something bad enough, you'll learn it. If the most amazing person in your life came into your life and someone was able to translate for you and tell you, Or God spoke to you and said, this is the person that that I've ordained to be in your life. And you will spend the rest of your life in heaven. Just absolute marital, marital bliss. The kicker is you've got to learn their language. German, Spanish, Italian, whatever it is. doesn't matter. If you knew that your life was going to change, you would learn that language. But if I told you, 
You know how you're going to get ahead? You're going to have to learn Spanish, for example. Oh, hell, I can't learn Spanish. I can't speak foreign language. But if the prize at the end of this journey was something that was life-changing, would you do it? Sure. If you knew in your heart of hearts what was about to happen, you'd change whatever it was that you needed to change so that you could learn to speak German. You could learn to speak Russian. You could learn to speak Italian. You could learn to speak Spanish. You could learn to speak French. So you have to think of those things. It's just like when you're a kid riding your bike or learning to ride a bike. You see all the other children having a huge amount of time. So it's real to you what happens when you learn to ride your bike. Then you get to go with the other kids and go terrorize the neighborhood. Or like riding a horse. Tell you how many times I got bucked off. But I learned how to ride a horse. And I learned how to ride a horse well. Because I knew at the end I could graduate up to ride horses <laughs> that were unbelievable. Or you can say, oh shit, I ain't getting on no dream horse. I, you can talk, like I said, you can talk yourself out of anything. So here's the takeaways. Here's what I want you to think about and what you could do. Is if there's something in your heart that you want to try or do, then do it. Don't listen to what other people are telling you. Friends, family, they can all shut up. Why are you going to do that? That's stupid. Oh, come on. Let's go have a cocktail. Oh, you just need a glass of wine. Oh, you're never going to do that. Well, if you listen to their dumbasses, then yes, you, that's exactly what you're going to get. Nothing. So maybe you're going to have to say, you know what? I'm going to go try it. And if I fall on my ass, you can laugh at me then. And if they do, they're not much of a friend. I want to be the person that says, what? You want to go try what? Come on, man. Go get it. What can I do to help? And be supportive. And say, man, you want to be an astronaut? Hell yeah, go try. The reason that is an extreme, but you want to be a nurse? You want to be an attorney? You want to be an artist, a painter, a podcaster, a writer, an actor, a welder? truck driver, lots of women out there driving big rigs, a lot of cute gals drive big rigs, you know, see some girly girl get out in her, you know, pink Carhartt uh, jacket, driving a big 53-foot trailer, you kind of can't, it's hard to put two and two together. But God love her. If that's what if that's what jazzes her up, then God bless. I applaud you 
for trying, for doing what, what you do, what your heart tells you to do. Don't sit there and think you can't because other people, just because somebody else can't do it, don't mean you can't. And that's what naysayers are. People who can't do shit telling you, you can't do it. Well, just because you can't do it, don't mean I can't. Just like writing, I had people tell me, people close to me, oh, dude, you can't write. Yet I sold over a thousand articles on a, on a, uh, uh, on a site where I was freelancing for a while. Somebody liked it. Bought over a thousand of them. And it got to be too much. And so then I started dreading it. But I love to write. So I stopped freelancing. That wasn't for me. I'm certain if the right project came along, I would probably consider it. But I work better when I know that there's the only person I have to make happy is me. So I write better and I think I'm more prolific when I, when I know that the only person I have to make happy is me. So you can, you can do it if you want. And you can do it even when people say you can't. It takes perseverance. It takes trial and tribulation to get through. And you have to discern for yourself what's good information and what's bad information. Take the good, run with it. The bad, leave it, drop that handbag and leave it where, where it's at. But do it. You can, you got it. I'm telling you now. And it may not take off just, you know, boom. No, I'm not on the New York Times bestseller list. Would I like to be? Absolutely. Who the hell wouldn't? But is it going to break my heart if I never am? No. But it's a neat goal. I have other goals, though. I mean, that's, the, you know, yeah, that would be a cool accolade. But I, there's other things I would rather be recognized for than to say I'm a New York Times bestseller, you know. It's, it's not about that. It's about life and change. And somebody telling me, you know, I, I made a difference. That's the only accolade I get. I'm happy with that. I'm good with that. Because it's not, it's not about, and can't be about, oh, I'm going to be, you know, the next Meryl Streep. I'm going to be the next, you know, Al Pacino. That's all well and good. Won't you just be an actor where people go, holy crap, dude. I've never cried like that in all my life, or I never laughed so hard in all my life. Be about the entertainment. Don't be about being someone else that you're not. I'm sorry, but no one is Meryl Streep and no one is Al Pacino. You are you. I'll never be Mark Twain, but that doesn't mean that I can't have the same level of accolades that Mark Twain had. John Grisham, Stephen King, I, I, I'm never going to be them. I don't want to be them. James Patterson, who I love, never going to be him because I'm not him. He is truly unique in his own right. 
And that's what I want to be recognized for, is to be truly unique in my own right. So if I give up, if I let these limiting beliefs tell me that I can't do this, then, then I'll never get anywhere. Knowledge is power. And you have to go get it sometimes. If you're not good at something, I'm telling you, you're going to get frustrated and you're going to stop before the real benefit comes. You'll stop because it'll get hard. It's, oh, I can't do it. It's too much. It's too hard. We all go through it. We've all said things. Y'all don't know my my thing. I'm going to lose my apartment. I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my this. I'm going to lose that. And you freak out because my I remember someone close to me at one time said, you fight monsters in the closet that aren't even out of the closet. They're not even there. Monsters under the bed, not even there. And you're fighting them. You're freaking out over shit that's not even something you need to be worried about today. So what can you do? Do everything you can to learn everything that you can about what you want to achieve in your life. doesn't matter if you want to be the best husband, best dad, best wife, best mother, best friend, best employee, whatever. I said in yesterday's show, I'm going to say it again. This is the coolest shit. I want to be so cool and so interesting and so well thought of that freaking Tony Robbins wants to write a book about me. That he comes to me. I don't go to him. He comes to Dude, I got to write a book about you. You just freaking rock. And you guys have heard me tell this, and I'm going to close with this. You know, at, at the end of my days, when God calls me home, I want to get there, get to the pearly gates, and I want to hear him running down the path going, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold him up, hold him up, hold him up, open that gate, open that gate, hey, come here, come here, see, I want you to sit on this bench, and I want God to embrace me in this way, or I, I hope to, this would be, it would be, it's just a, a dream, okay? I don't know that this would ever happen, but this is the what I would like for God to be able to do if, if he so chose to. I would like for him to say, Bob, my friend, you scared the hell out of me those first years. But that last half of your life, if I go back on earth, man, I'd like to be you. It'd be fun. You had a ride. And I want to welcome you. Come on in. That, my friends, is a goal. To be welcomed by your peers and by God. So, robertbruton.com, you can find all kinds of cool stuff. I love you. Thank you for supporting the show. I appreciate everyone. God bless you, and bye for now.